This that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know. Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast. Well, you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick. So you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and says, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom chatter podcast, baby. <laughs> y'all know what time it is, man. It's your man, John A. Schultz. I'm back. So a lot of y'all been hitting me up saying, yo, when's the new episode dropping? I was looking forward to it on Monday. Look, I've been sick. On Saturday, I worked all day in the rain. That shit fucked me up, man. I woke up Sunday morning, tonsils swollen. I was just, I, I was so out of it to where I felt if I record an episode, it's not going to be me at my best. But nothing has changed. Now, Meg Thee Stallion has finally came out and spoke about her being shot. Tory Lanez has yet to speak. And Kim Kardashian flew to Wyoming to have a sit down with Kanye West and find out what the fuck is going on with this motherfucker. And um, Instagram comedian Just Hilarious, for some reason she thought it was okay today to post an unfunny reenactment in regards to how Meg Thee Stallion might have felt getting shot. But fuck all that. This whole episode today will be about relationships. Now, I believe it was either my fourth or fifth um, episode last year called Relationships Galore. When I dropped that episode, like the woman, y'all loved that fucking episode. A lot of y'all hit me up and said, yo, yo, you got to do another episode like that. Like that episode, I felt as if it let us in into the mind of a man. Like, Like for those 45 to 50 minutes, I got to... See how a guy feels I got to Open the curtains And even if it's just for that one hour I got to see The kind of shit my man may think about And also what I can do To better please my man And also make better decisions And as I always say I am not perfect I am not a fucking relationship expert I'm not a therapist So if you listen to what I'm saying this whole episode And you use it in your daily in your real life, if the shit don't work, it doesn't apply to everybody. All I'm going to do is trying to give y'all some gems, give y'all some great advice that I feel can help y'all out there in the real world, especially those of y'all who are 30, 35 years old and continue to say all men ain't shit because if you say that at 35 years old, then sometimes you got to look at yourself. So this episode will be broken down into four chapters, with chapter one being expectations, chapter two being the honeymoon stage, chapter three being real life versus social media, and chapter four being fuck your heart, time is mine. And when I say mind, I mean M-I-N-D, because you have to use your mind. You have to. Like, stop making relationship decisions Based off of how big his dick is Or based off of how good the sex is The same for fellas Like we cannot make relationship decisions on the pussy Because eventually The pussy gets old And and then like If the pussy gets old And there's nothing else you like 
from this woman, aside from the fact that, oh, her pussy gets wet, then there's nothing to fall back on. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Sit back, relax. Listen to the gems I'm dropping to. Again, share these episodes. Let your friends know. Follow me on, on um, Instagram at Lunchroom Chatterpod. You can click the link in the bio to become a subscriber. You can subscribe for as low as 99 cents a month. And also, matter of fact, just stay tuned, man. I got a good episode for y'all today, man. Chapter one, expectations. Expectations. What women expect from men in a relationship is basically for them to hear them. I mean, a woman wants to be heard in a relationship. So it's like a lot of times, you know, they don't want to be, you know, their feelings or whatever to be pushed aside. They kind of just, you know, they want to be heard if they have an issue with something or if they feel like they needs not getting met, you know, they want to be able to voice it without feeling criticized in a way so and just you know for the man to be kind of respectful about that so if the man is not doing something that the woman may you know may not like then you know for them to be able to voice that and communicate that with them then that's what they honestly want (laughs) from a man if they don't feel heard then it's just kind of like they gonna go off somewhere drift somewhere I mean mindset and all expectations Now, when I say expectations, what I mean is, what do you want from a guy? Or if this is a guy or a woman that you can see yourself with, what do you want from that relationship? Because I feel what a lot of people do and what a lot of people do that cause themselves to fail in a relationship is that they have expectations that were set forth by the person they were previously dating. Now, I start by saying that, well, first of all, um, did y'all hear what Drea said the other week in regards to Meg Thee Stallion, where it seems as if she was kind of turned on or intrigued by the fact that, oh, you know, a man that shoots you in the foot, that's the kind of love I want. Now, I'm not saying that she meant that because, I mean, I believe she was clearly joking. But let me play out what she said, because this plays a huge part into expectations, because a lot of women... They may meet a guy who, while he may be great, he may be loving, he may be clean cut, to some woman, that guy is boring because he does not have that edge, the edge that makes him rugged or tough, the edge that makes him appealing to you on the street side. But let me play out what Drea said, and then I'm going to get back to y'all. Let me play this. (laughs) I'm protecting you. I predict. I'll take it. I predict that they had some sort of Bobby and Whitney love that, you know, drove them down this snapped-esque mm. type of road. And mm. I'm here for it. I like that. I want you to like me so much you shoot me in the foot, too. Like, But as long as... What the That is very Dre-like. Drop man. a grenade. Let me pause that. Now, if what you want is a guy to like you so much to wear... He damn near commits a homicide. Then you have to take a step back and think about, do you love yourself? What is it that you really want? Because if if what you desire is a man that is going to be mentally, physically abusive or potentially cause your demise, meaning death. If that's what you desire, then you need to 
take a step back and be single. Now, I've had a woman tell me before, you know, um, I my, you know, my ex, you know, he paid all the bills and he did this, and I'm with this new guy and he's great. He does everything, but like he kind of want to go 50-50 on the bills. Now, again, that goes back to what are your expectations? Like that is stuff you talk about in the beginning. And now I, I like I understand, like in the beginning of a relationship is different as opposed to when you are six months, a month, two months, three years down the line, and now you guys are living together. But again, I'll dive into that more in the honeymoon stage. But expectations are very important because while your ex may have took pride in being the breadwinner, took pride in being someone who can foot most, if not all, of the bills, every guy is different. And what you don't want to do is push past relationship burdens on your new man because I don't know, I've never met a man in the world who is going to be happy to hear his woman say, well, you know, in my past relationship, my ex did this. Like, that is a slap in the face. That is a shot at a man's pride. And that is one of the quickest ways to cause turmoil and destroy your relationship. I mean, the same way, like, women do not like to hear about a man's past exes. Like, for example, if you're having sex with your man and... After sex, your man say, you know, I didn't really like it because, you know, my ex did this. Like, that is a slap to someone's pride. And that is why, look, I understand now in the social media era, a lot of couples do not talk face to face. They may talk through social media or just they may have sex in person or be lustful. But then when it comes to having real, honest, heartfelt conversations, they, they may lightly touch on it or they just may skip it altogether. Like a relationship to be where two people can be comfortable to have conversations and dialogue and not be scared or not worry about offending the other person. Now, I understand that you may be talking to someone who may be sensitive or maybe kind of soft in a way to where you can't be as blunt. But if this is someone who you are not just having sex with and someone who you who you can see yourself with years down the line, then those conversations have to be had in regards to kids, in regards to marriage, in regards to even the bills. Hey, look, if me and you moving together, right? Like, are you a man that believes that a man should pay every bill or some bills? Or do you believe that we should go 50-50 or the man should pay at least 60% and I pay 40%? Because like I said, every man is different. You can't hold every man to the same standards because, again, that man may not want to pay every single bill. But if you hold him to those standards, he may try. But ultimately, he is going to fail because he is going to be miserable. Because he is going to try to live up to standards that he know he cannot meet. But he feels as if he doesn't try to match or meet those standards then you, are, then you are going to go back to your ex or you are going to go to a man who may fulfill those standards for you. Now, again, you got to be careful because the guy you have may treat you great, but because you may want too much or be or not be willing to sacrifice in some aspects, you may find a guy. 
You may leave this guy because he don't want to foot every bill. You may leave and find a guy who is willing to do that. But then again, the personality may suffer. His long-term goals may not be the same. So again, what are your expectations? Do not be afraid to sit down and have, and have a like I mean an honest, heartfelt conversation with the person that you can see yourself with. Because there should be no reason why you say, ooh, you know, me and this guy have been talking for like three months. And um, I no, no. If you're talking to a guy for three months, it cannot be about just sex. Now, if you just see him as a booty call or you see her as like a booty call, then okay, forget what I'm saying. But if you are speaking to someone, you have to be honest and you have to have these hard conversations. Because if you don't have it in the beginning... Then when you guys get a year, two, three years into the relationship, people get comfortable. And then at that time, it's hard to have the same conversations because you are comfortable. Each person is damn near set in their ways at a certain point. But everything is not going to be perfect in the beginning. And that's where I want to get to next in regards to the honeymoon stage. Chapter two. Chapter two, (laughs) the honeymoon stage, the honeymoon phase, you know, that like beginning of the relationship when everything's still new, fresh and exciting, you can't get enough of each other. Everything is sunshine and rainbows, you know, lust filled and, you know, there's something brand new in your life. So, of course, you're super excited about it. I think everybody enjoys the honeymoon phase of a relationship, but you have to keep in mind that it doesn't last forever. So, you know, it's important to make sure that, of course, you enjoy the person on the sunny days, but you want to make sure that it's they're also worth weathering the storms with. So I feel like the honeymoon phase definitely gets a bad rap because a lot of relationships don't make it past that stage. Because they realize that they don't really like the person once, you know, they have to put real work in. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's. Baby, if you give me a chance to be with you, I will be the best guy you ever need. I will be the best boyfriend you ever had. Anything you want from me, I will do it. If you are sick, if you need a man to rub your feet, rub your shoulders and make you feel like the queen that you are, I will do it because you are special and I will care for you with every ounce of power inside myself. (laughs) Ladies, we all have been a victim of the honeymoon stage. Like that is the kind of shit men say. That is the kind of shit men say when they want the pussy. Now, I'm not saying that every guy is a liar But I am saying that every guy is full of shit. Women are too. The honeymoon stage can fool a lot of people because we all seen it. We all have social media. We all know what the fuck goes on when somebody meets someone and they are within that that one month to 12 month range. But again, sometimes the honeymoon stage can be prolonged. So I know some of you guys have been with your partner about maybe a year and a half 
like you may still be within that honeymoon stage. So don't believe that. Oh, you know, me and my boo been together for 13 months. You know, I know who he really is at this point. You don't. Again, the honeymoon stage can be prolonged to where it seems as if, oh, the guy he is now or this this woman, this is who she really is. It's not. We've seen couples like through news stories or even celebrity stories. They've been together about two to three years. And then that's when the crazy shit comes out. But the honeymoon stage, do not be fooled by that shit. Now, I know it's pretty simple, but a lot of us have been hurt in past relationships. We've dealt with trauma. We've dealt with a lot. So it seems that sometimes when like a new person comes along and um, everything is great, like we gravitate towards that because again, our past relationships, we may have been through a lot of turmoil and a lot of just stressed out shit to where someone else comes along and it's the, and yes, it's the beginning, but the way they act, the way they treat you, the good morning text, good morning, beautiful. I hope you have a great day today. The nigga don't really believe that. Now, again, I'm not speaking for all men because some men really want you to have a great day. But if that man has not fucked yet, the guy is going to woo his way into some pussy. Y'all remember a couple years back when SZA dropped that song, was it The Weeknd, I believe, the song, where she said, why you bother me when you know you don't want me? That is the dumbest fucking line I have ever heard in my fucking life. And I'm going to tell you why, because... How, how else is a guy supposed to lie to you, gas your head up, and make you feel as if you are the best woman on earth so he can fuck and then play you without bothering you when he know he doesn't want you for no other reason aside from your pussy? And I know some of y'all listening like, oh my God, that's the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. It is. But that is how a lot of men think. A lot of men... As you women know, and the same thing on flip sides, um, a lot of women just want to fuck too. So I'm not going to sit up here and make it seem as if it's only men that want to fuck. A lot of women only want to fuck and they be happy to only fuck you and to not have you blow up their phone 30 fucking times a day. What you doing? W-Y-D. What you doing? What you do? Like, there's nothing women hate. It's pro- matter of fact, it's probably one of the top three things women hate is a W.Y.D. motherfucker. That is the nigga that asks, what you doing? 24-7. What you doing? Yeah, I'm just laying down. What you doing again? Bitch, I just told you I'm laying down. I have not got up yet. But again, going back to the honeymoon stage. Like I was online. I'm not going to name her Instagram page, but I was online last week. Oh my God. And there's someone I follow, not on the podcast page, but on my main page. She has been with about, let me see, since we are in 2020, since the beginning of 2019, I've seen about nine to 10 guys on her, um, her Instagram feed. And these are boyfriends. Again, I'm not boyfriend shaming or whatever the fuck y'all going to try to say to make it seem as if I'm being sexist or Whatever fucking new word y'all come up with, I am not. But if you have dated 10 guys, I mean, officially, boyfriends, this guy has been posted on your page. 
You are reacting too quick to the honeymoon stage. There's no fucking way you meet a guy in a week and he should be on your Instagram page. There's no way you meet a guy within three months and he should be on your Instagram page. Like the person you met at that time, and you guys have heard this before, the person you meet in the beginning is not the person you are looking at. You are meeting that person's representative. You are meeting that person's quote-unquote actor. It's like when Denzel stepped into the role for training day. Like, that's not Denzel. Denzel not walking in the street beating his chest. King Kong ain't got nothing. No, Denzel is playing a role. And then when they say cut, boom, the nigga snapped back and now he back to Denzel. The same thing. Like, a guy is going to lie to you and treat you as if you are a queen, as if you are the best woman in the world in the beginning, because he has to. He has to. A lot of men just want to fuck. Again, I'm going to say it again. A lot of men just want to fuck. If a guy comes up to you in the street and say, damn, baby, you got a fat ass. Come back to my crib. Let me fuck you. Any woman with common sense is going to look at him like, oh, nigga, the fuck you doing and she gonna walk away so a guy has to come up to you hey beautiful oh when i look at you i see stars i see the stars align and go upward with the moon a nigga gonna say some he gonna put pull some fucking astrological type shit out of his fucking brain when he wants to fuck and again that is not who he is that is a fixture of his imagination. That is not this nigga, bitch. I'm sorry for using the word bitch, but I get I get mad when I see women post 10 men in a year and a half, all of them boyfriends, all of them under the caption, this is my king. I finally found my king. And that's where I'm going to get next. When I get to chapter three, real life versus social media. Because, again, real life is about nine times out of ten is not going to match up to what you post on social media, especially in regards to relationships. So let's get into chapter three. I'm going to school some of y'all bitches right now and y'all motherfucking niggas. Chapter three. Real life versus social media. Real life, that is when behind closed doors, you may be getting your ass beat. But on social media, you are not going to post that. Real life, that is when you may have just finished arguing with your man for the past three or four days. But on social media, you won't post that because social media has turned into what can I post to make me and my man or me and my girl seem as if we are couples goals? What can I post that will garner the most likes? If I post that me and my man or me and my girl have spent so much time arguing the past few weeks, that won't get me the most likes. But if I post a happy picture of me and my boo and let the world know that we are soulmates, I have found my king, I have found my queen. Then I can be someone's couple's goals. That is real life versus social media. Real life versus social media. 
So for this chapter, to be honest, like we don't have to waste too much time on this bullshit because we all know what it means. It's pretty self-explanatory. Real life, that's how shit really is. That's the that's the real shit. The shit you never post because you feel as if again, when I say you, I'm not saying everyone. I'm speaking in general. Real life, that's the shit people never post because social media, they get the illusion. Like when you post your real life on social media, like I said, you aren't like you're not going to get as many likes. So most people post the bullshit. I mean, for example, like why would I post the fact that my man cheated on me over and over again when I can just post the oh the new iPad he got me. He got me a new bag. Now he he may have got you these things because he wants you to take him back, but when you post them on social media blindly, like without much of a of a backstory, then people believe that bullshit. You have so many women that look at their friends' pages and say things such as, "Oh, if only my man could buy me roses on a Monday," not knowing that you and your man got into a big argument last night because he cheated on you. And that is why I tell people stop believing the bullshit you see on social media. That that even goes to celebrities where Every single day when I check a woman's page, it's at least, I say about 40 to 50%, they post a couple with the hashtag couples goals. Do y'all remember when T.I. and Tiny used to be couples goals? Now, to some people, they may still be goals. But to me, no couple in the world is couples goals. I love Denzel Washington. But Denzel and Pauletta will never be my goals. I don't care how cute they look at the red carpet. I don't care how cute they look in pictures. They are humans. Like I've said before, I can't idolize someone and hold them to a godlike status like how people do with Beyonce. Now, Beyonce, as I said, I believe in episode one, Beyonce is probably the number two best Overall performer and entertainer to ever step foot on the earth. Of course, number one is Michael Jackson. With all the bullshit he did, the you know, laying in bed with little kids and shit, I can never take away that Michael Jackson, in my eyes, is the best performer, the best entertainer to ever step foot on the fucking planet. But again, going back to the shit, nobody is ever my couple's goals. Cause it was a, it was probably about a long stretch where Ti and Tiny, they were everyone's couple's goals. You go back to when Ti was in jail and Tiny was there holding them down, and then the nigga Ti got out and cheated time after time after time after time again. Now he has admitted to it. Tiny has checked him multiple times. Now this clip right here, this was a clip I believe when Tiny had confronted Ti. About his cheating I believe he got caught It was a video that went, that went viral Where he was smacking a woman's ass In the back room This is some of that Well of course this is um, from Tion Tiny Family Hustle on VH1 yeah, I know. I know. Oh shit I, I gotta connect this shit through Bluetooth Alright here we go Yo, I, I can cut the tension with a butter knife Man, please. <laughs> <You might care. laughs> Let's just be real. Let's just be real. Let's, look, yeah. look, 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 look. 
we've all had our little indiscretions, and we get past it. There's no need to dwell. Is that how you feel? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. What are you going to tell me? Look, that's how you know when your nigga is used to cheating. Hey, look, we all have had our past indiscretions. What? Don't dwell on it. Look, I know I cheated on you. I know you. I know you seen the video of this chick sitting on my lap. I smacked the ass. Don't dwell on that. Let's move past it. Like I said, when you take a man back and he cheats on you, it just lets him know this bitch is stupid. So I can go out right now and fuck two girls right now. She is going to be mad, but she is going to take me back. That is, that is why I love when women are confident. They know their worth and they have a fucking backbone. Because like T.I., that's the type of nigga I was just talking about. The motherfucker who cheats on you and then buy you some expensive ass gift and then the woman posts the fucking gift online so then all her friends and all her followers think she has the best man in the world. Does he have a brother? Like, I hate when women say that shit. Like, they, they may see a woman post, like, a fucking whole lot of gifts on, um, on a fucking picture. It might be a nice date. They might be on a fucking island, on like an island on vacation and women say, oh my God. That is so sweet. Does he have a brother? Bitch, no. The nigga don't want you, bitch. He don't want you. Like, a real man loves a woman that is confident, that knows her worth, and that is, that carries herself differently. And again, I am not telling women how to be. Don't tell women how to act. I'm not telling you how to act. I'm just saying. You got to carry yourself with a certain confidence. Now, if a nigga just want to fuck, you could you could go outside and carry yourself however the fuck you want because it doesn't matter. But if a nigga trying to, well, let me say, if a real man is trying to have a long-term future with you, he wants a woman that's mature, one that's going to hold it down, and somebody who has goals. So if you are one of them women who go to work and then outside of work, you sit outside all day, Talk to your friends and smoke blunts on the front steps. You ain't the kind of nigga a real man wants. But again, to close out this chapter, if you are not going to post the real shit on social media, then keep that shit to yourself. Because when you post the bullshit, the lies, like we all have, we all know many women who who seem to be in amazing, great relationships, and then next week, magically, it's over. Here come the memes. I'm a strong woman. I could bounce back from anything. Like, those issues did not just pop up. What happened was they spent so much time trying to make their followers and their friends believe that they are in this happy relationship when they could have used that time to speak to each other. To work out those issues so they can become that happy, not perfect, but that that happy couple who were on the road to greatness. But instead, you wasted that fucking time trying to make us believe your relationship was something that it wasn't. Next, let's move into the next chapter. The next chapter, this right here is the main thing, man. This chapter is called Fuck Your Heart, Time Is Mine. 
So we're going to take a break and we're going to get into that shit. Chapter four, fuck your heart, time is mine. For this chapter, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Now, when I say fuck your heart, time is mine, that is mine, M-I-N-D. We have to get to a point where you have to stop making decisions with your heart. And I know some of you guys may be like, what? But the heart, that's what's going to help guide me to my decision. The heart sometimes guide you down the wrong fucking road. Like, y'all know how you watch movies and like in movies, like it'd be a road and like it splits off into two places. The left side, maybe the side where you can clearly see this is the, like this is the safest way to go. The left side is sunny, it's bright, it's a rainbow. And then the right side, you see like tumbleweed, you see fucking men standing up there with guns blocking your path. And you still go down that way. Like that is the side the heart may lead you to. And it happens a lot. Because when you make decisions with your heart, you may be like, oh, my God, damn, I should leave him. But oh, the dick is good. He fucks me good. Uh, yeah, I know he cursed me out. I know he called me a bitch about six, seven days a week. But he said sorry. And he, oh, he held me so good. Like when you make decisions with your mind, like so much of those bad decisions can be resolved. Because I've been in a situation before where I made a decision with my heart instead of using my mind. Because my mind, it was telling me no. As R. Kelly said, you know, my mind was telling me, look, John, this girl is not for you. You guys don't mesh. But then my heart was like, you know what? You you do kind of love her. Don't leave. Don't break her heart. And my dumb ass ended up staying when I should have... I should have left because when I stayed, like those, I stayed for about an extra four to five months. And those four to five months were fucking hell. When if I would have just used my mind, because everything was telling me, look, this shit is not going to work out. Just leave. But my dumb ass stayed and tried to make it work because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. And I believe that, okay, maybe if I stay a little bit longer, we'll begin to mesh. When we had about two years that let me know, look, this shit ain't going to work out. But I still stayed using my fucking heart, man. Like I said, I'm going to keep it short and sweet on this chapter because it's pretty simple. Stop using your heart. Or if you do, make it a combination, but listen to your mind more. But I have a song I want to play to end this podcast off. I played them before, man. This is my guy, Annoyed. That is A-N-O-Y-D. And it features a singer by the name of Corey Cooper. The song is called Champagne Oceans. And I believe it it fits this, this podcast episode so well. So listen to the words. This is Annoyed featuring Corey Cooper.
searching for, I've been never seeing the passion in your eyes, no, take a normal picture, baby, you don't even smile, but you always turn around and from the side, you can't decide, why you let other people's opinions mention how beautiful you should feel, chasing a way of life for others to be fulfilled, being genuine like being racist, then a shitty personality will get you famous, who rearranged it, the mindset materialism, you don't get no compliments, it's more like where did you get them, love it when you see the nosy, baby, seeking love out of emojis, baby, you want a lifestyle with no hope or holding, chasing likes over love in the open, ain't no way to put your life in slow motion, make a toast of champagne in the ocean, oh man, oh Take a lung, taking a bullet from the same people that held the gun. I'm just trying to make a life with no need to vacation from one mother, one life. Mad bottles of liquor and cars, jewelry and such. When you lose it, what you had, one of is enough. Baby girl, you should be chasing longevity. But you chasing basketball player pregnancy. The internet got people confused, thinking they gotta be the richest by age 22. All growth ain't supposed to be fast growth. Growing fast, watching your life from the back row. You want a lifestyle with no hope or hold down. Chasing likes over love in the open. Ain't no way to put your life in slow motion. Make a toast of champagne in the ocean. Oh man, oh Thank you guys for listening again. That is my guy Annoyed A N O Y D featuring Corey Cooper, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Love you guys, man. Stay safe.